And we are underway. From Rainbow Bay to Rainbow Beach to the Switch and everything in between. I'm going to have fun and you're going to have fun. You're a funny guy. So have fun now. Your new local. You're going to love this place. It's the Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo. Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo. Hump day, Feb 21. Yeah. We're almost out of Feb. Why is this week going so slow? Why is this year going so fast? I I agree with you. I reckon it is proper, proper proper slow. slow. Anyway, um, one of the pitfalls of having to live with somebody else, for those who don't know, I'm living with my father-in-law. All in all, it's been bloody pretty good. Like I can't, I can't fault it. Vern's a wonderful man. It's someone's house. All in all, it's been not too bad. Where I draw the line is your neighbours. I, I, till 2017, never had a neighbour within at least a kilometre um, of where I lived. It's always good, isn't it? So Privacy? Privacy, how much noise you make, yep. consideration of others. Don't never really worry. factored into my life. Loud voice, I bang a lot of doors. You know, Amity has been very good in teaching me how to just minimise my voice. But the bloke next door who decided... <laughs> Sorry, can we just stop down <laughs> How has she taught you to minimise? Well, your... slamming doors. She reckons I slam doors because I just throw them. I don't actually hold them all the way to the end. Yeah. Um, everything's got a bang. Um, I'm loud. Yeah, just She's just slowly but surely suppressing me yeah. to... You think everything's a fly screen door. I'm a shadow of a man. Um, <laughs> a shadow of myself. Last night... At around quarter to ten, this peanut who lives, I think he's next door, he could be two doors down, decided that it was time to start going through the different chords of oh, his electric guitar. Right. What was now, he playing? Well, there was no real understanding of the music. It was very much a drunken, hey, let's get this out and just start playing and trying to get some chords going. Anyhow, here's Wonderwall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the funniest thing about it is that I I, I really t- – I don't mind anybody learning guitar, but mm. that's why you have guitar teachers. You mm. go off and you learn the guitar with the teachers. In, in a soundproof room, room so room. no one else can hear it. These <laughs> – know-it-alls that want to learn to play the guitar off YouTube at home and feel that it's necessary to practice it. Why? And with uh, an amplifier, because oh. if you have an electric guitar, it's got to have an amp mm. so you can hear it. Seriously, I'm done with it. Now, you want to find people about barking dogs? Find dickheads that play guitar. Can you get fined for your barking dog? Yeah, if your dog's I'd say uh, so, yeah, yeah. 100%. if it's a nuisance. Nuisance, yeah. But I'm talking about people that are trying to take up and learn musical Electric instruments. Electric guitar of all the instruments, I don't know, is the worst. No, I think violin's probably violin, pretty bad. Saxophone for yeah. a nine-year-old. I've Clarinet. lived with Will Dobbin when he tried to learn the saxophone. It was painful. Well, but you can also, I mean, get the electric guitar is a really easy fix. You can plug your headphones in. Yes. You can plug your headphones into the amp and... Hear it yourself. Just hear it that way. Yeah. Well, this is true. But mind you, pot kettle, because you tried to learn the guitar. Yeah, but oh. I didn't learn it here. I learned it up here at Paddington. I went to a guitar place, oh, a so guitar you, case. So, so you offended. Oh, you did it at a, at yeah, a guitar shop. Mate, I wouldn't learn on my own. I'm not smart enough. <laughs> Give me a break. Uh, at least have you ever played a musical instrument? Oh, only when I was little. Played my nana's keyboard. What'd you play? Recorder. Nothing. There was no songs. Try, put, hold your oh. hands up for a sec. Hold your hands up for a sec. No, 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 not like that. Hold them up. Just hold them straight. I just want to have a look at them. Yeah, they're not really piano fingers, are they? They're pretty long. <laughs> yeah, a bit. Mind you, Billy, Billy Joel's got little sausage fingers, isn't he? I don't 
have sausage no, fingers. No, oh. you do have sausage fingers. Oh, well, we know you've got four out of five star feet, your wiki feet. Yeah, damn straight. Um, do you wish you'd maintained it? Do you wish you'd pursue I often I do. wish I could play an instrument oh, at this age. I would love to be able to just see a piano and play it. Mm. My cousin can do that. He can hear music and play. Oh, oh he's very, very clever. I don't yeah. like those kind yeah. of people. I, yeah. no, do you I play anything, Liam? I, I have learned I know one song on piano. Beginning yeah. to end, yeah. because that's the thing. I hear a song, I like it, yeah. and I want to learn how to play it, and then I get bored. But what th- is it? One song, beginning to end. Nobody said it was easy. You can play it. That's impressive. Coldplay, the scientist, beginning to end. Really? It's really easy. Oh. It's not as difficult as it sounds. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very very straightforward. Okay. But I but <laughs> maybe the only thing worse than trying to learn. Get electric guitar, if you ask my wife, is when the person only knows one song on piano. Because oh. <laughs> we have a piano in the house, uh, and every time I sit down at it, same song. Out it comes. Every time. And she's like, oh my God, you either need to learn a new song or stop playing. Or we need to get rid of the piano. <laughs> this is painful. The Triple M Rush Hours. Neighborhood Watch! Yeah, well, this time we head to the very beautiful town of Daybro and the surrounding community notice board um, on Facebook. Now, Daybro has some wonderful Isn't it just things. Daybro? Up. Well, it's Daybro. Yeah. And, Daybro. and, and Day, it's got. Day for it, bro. It's Daybro. Yeah. yeah. There's no R. It's O. Daybro. <laughs> okay. One, triple, three, five, three. If you're from Daybro, Daybro, it, let us know how it's Lisa lives from around the corner there. She, mm. she was born in one minute. And, and it's I think it's a Bogan way. You have to say it the Bogan way, like Daybro. Anyway, whatevs. And you get stuck into me about my English literature. <laughs> Keep um, going. Anyway, uh, this is a little business called the Smoky Mountain Hideaway. And they've obviously got a restaurant there and it's a beautiful little place. And they have put up an advertisement for a job. And I found this and I thought to myself, this is very much worth reading to everybody. Here's the thing they say. Most places are going to try and reel you in with fun, vibrant work culture. Maybe they'll throw in about how chill the environment is. And we all know that 99% of employees are just throwing out buzzwords to hopefully get some unsuspecting person that will fall for the old BS waffle Hmm. tactic. Well, this isn't one of these ads. Uh, we just need a junior dishy. That's what they need. <laughs> yeah, a dish pig. The work's hard. The old fat guy who runs the house <laughs> isn't known for his charm. He'll tell you things like, the dishes haven't been cleaned enough to eat off before they go into the dishwasher. You must go faster. And he'll growl at you. What's in it for you? Oh, oh good. Well, you don't have to pay for your meals. They're for free oh, on that's your share. That's yeah. good. You get a chance to rise up the mutiny with your fellow kitchen brethren against the captain that's of the Smoky good. Mountain. And you might even learn something. Right. Now, if your parents are reading this, this is where I like it. And this is a lesson for everybody. If your parents are reading this and they're, th- and they're thinking to themselves, that sounds great, I'll just message them on behalf of little Johnny. Don't. Oh. Make your kid do it. It's the number one skill in the kitchen is the willingness to put your hand up when it's needed. And we promise you'll get more from working here 
than you'll get from a greasy spoon. <laughs> if you want the job, reach out to us and have a chat. Otherwise, show up tomorrow, Sunday the 18th at 7am. We'll give you a trial, no questions asked. First in best dressed on the last part, and we'll always look after yourself and one another. Excellent. I just want to say like they have nailed like this. what a job I is. Like I love, love the fact that. don't get your parents to ring. Yep. You do it. You learn some skills because every kid just texts or snaps. Yep. Get on the phone. Or just turn up. I like this. Turn love up and have a go. Shout out. Can we yeah. just clarify the pronunciation oh, yes. of Debra, please? We have received the phone James, call. <laughs> James from Warner, would you like to uh, correct either Dobbo or myself on how How's to pronounce, pronounce? Debra? Uh, Lethal spot on is Debra, Dobbo. Debra. <laughs> yes. Thank you, James. Appreciate you. Thanks, James. Debra. Hey, hey, James, you're you're a good egg, and what's more, the look on Dobbo's face. Uh, well, right I mean, now, I don't. I'm not giving it any kudos. I mean, what it's do you spe- mean? It's spelled. What? It's Deboro, but it's Debra. In your opinion, will you have no, James? No, 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 no. I'm calling it Debra, like a taco. It's not like it's Matt. not Mexican, mate. Taco. Mexico. 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 <laughs> Tomorrow, Super Rooster is an institution in Toowoomba. Sorry, that's Toowoomba. <laughs> But it's time to break free and share that chickeny goodness with the rest of Queensland. This is Triple M Rush Hours Chicken Run. We're hitting the road tomorrow. We're on our way to Super Rooster. We're going to be doing the show on the road. While we go to Super Rooster to get Dobbo's favourite chicken. The greatest chicken that there ever has existed. I can't wait for tomorrow. It's a very busy afternoon, but I'm really looking forward to our trip to the Garden City. It's I been, love Toowoomba. Yeah, it's been quite the journey to get here and it's been quite the experience. If anyone is not up to date with what we've been doing on this chicken run, please enjoy. When I go to Toowoomba, I go to what is, without doubt, the greatest chicken shop in the world, Super Rooster. <laughs> it is the best barbecue chicken roll I've ever eaten. I love it so much. You've never eaten it? No, I've never You've had it. You've never eaten it. Mm. We're going to Super Rooster. No. One triple three five three. If you've experienced the pure joy of Super Rooster. These guys do not know what they're missing out on. <laughs> Nothing else compares. It is the best. Get yourself a quarter chicken and chips with a wing. Mate, it's the best and always will be. Should have probably spoken to our content director and our boss, J.A. Didn't do that. No. He's since given me a tune-up and said, okay, probably the most important person I should have spoken to, our tech boss, Branko. Look, it's not impossible. We haven't done it before. Let's do it. I'm about to make a political statement here. We, Triple M Rush Hour, myself, Ben Dobbin, call on the Super Rooster Toowoomba to spread your wings and branch outside of the Garden City Toowoomba. We're going to get a petition. Oh. Okay. Is the plan that when we do... Hopefully we have 10,000 signatures to present. 10,000? Whoa. <laughs> That's the story so far. It's been going very well. Now, this petition to get Super Rooster out of the three shops in Toowoomba is mm-hmm. going very well. And you actually have the chance. Chris, the owner, suggested yes. that we can give away 52, so one a week, or chicken for a year from Super Rooster That's for right. someone who we choose from the petition. If you sign that petition at triplem.com.au, you have a chance to win yourself 52 chicken burgers from Super Rooster. May I 52. read out a few of the suggestions already of all the people, the, who, have people who have signed the petition? We haven't got the 10,000, but the numbers are deep. Yeah, oh, go on. They're, they're flying. They're pretty good. Now, these are some of the best. Clayton said the potato salad is awesome, not quite mayo, not quite dressing. Can't explain it. Impossible to replicate. I bring extra home to Redcliffe. So that was a suggestion why Super Rooster should get out I mean, of Toowoomba. I, I just want to say this now. 
Are you buying potato salad when you go to a chicken shop? I don't know, but Clayton is. James you should. said. You should. James said it's simply the best. I grew up in Toowoomba and would move back for one Super Rooster, two family in that order. <laughs> <laughs> Brad said it is the bomb. My son worked there, and every shift we got burgers and chips. Oh. And my favourite, Dale. I'm American, and the Colonel got nothing on this chicken. The flavour is amazing. Expand this franchise and share the love. So thank you, Dale. Can we just make a note, producer Con? Something to explore on other days. Uh, benefits from your kids' jobs. Like, I love the fact that this bloke's yeah. exploiting his child working at Super Rooster, yeah. making him bring home food for the family. That's a great idea, actually. That's for another day. But this is it. This is it. This is our Christmas Eve. Tomorrow, we saddle up. We'll hit, we hit the car. Our spots in the car have been sorted. Allocated. Dobbo's riding in the uh, the baby chair. Have you got the spew bag from the Matt Hall racing Let's flight? Because he I'm might not, need it. I'm not. Dobbo. Look. I'm just looking forward to you guys experience, experiencing happiness. Wait. Because you know what? Once in your life, you eat something that is a game changer. And when I first ate Super Rooster, it changed my stars. See, I'm even prepping for tomorrow by not eating chicken tonight. I'm fasting I'm tonight as well. Fasting. Yeah, I'm fasting. I'm on but a fast. But what if you feel like chicken tonight? No, I've only got like steak. chicken tonight. Chicken tonight. I, I will say <laughs> the chicken is good. The chips are outstanding. Oh. And Chris got, said he's going to cook us some chips. They've got chips. some special dipping sauce that they've never let on. Oh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> I was now dribbling on the microphone. All right, well, tomorrow we hit the road for Super Rooster. Everything could go wrong. I've thrown myself back into the dating world, and gee, it's a whole lot of fun. But when you go on a first date, there's a whole lot of pressure that comes with it of like picking the place that you want to go, what's mutually a good place, what's a good time to go. Um, and so my decision was to go breakfast. I love breakfast. I think it's the best meal of the day, like to go out for. Um, and it's kind of casual, so you can have coffee, but. There's not too much pressure on it, so and you could and, and you it, can bolt if you want to. Yes, if it's, if it's exactly. no good, you can run. Exactly. Yeah. If it's no good, you don't have to stay for dinner and drinks and parties and all that sort of stuff. But if it is good, you've got the whole rest of the day to continue. You can do exploring. whatever you like, and if you don't want to continue, like if it's been good but you don't want to continue, you can also do that as well. Right. It's quite a good choice. And so we went in both the same car, went both in my car, and uh, decided that after that must have gone well enough because mm. we then went to run some errands afterwards. Hang on. You've you had breakfast. Yeah. It's all going well. Yeah. And so then the date continues. The date, so it well, goes to the yeah. table. Errands is not where I thought you would be going. Well, I find that the errands was actually a very good choice because we had to go to Bunnings. So I didn't have to pick up anything. He had to pick up some stuff at Bunnings oh, no. after the day. Sorry, you, you went on a date to Bunnings. <laughs> like, yeah. how, okay, how long breakfast gone for? Oh, I don't know, an hour. Not that long. And then you've got in the car. He's like, oh, I've got to pick up some stuff at Bunnings, like have picture hooks. Have you guys and... at any point showed any romantic ink- no, inkling nothing. towards well, each other? Nothing gets the romantic fires burning quite like. <laughs> <laughs> So you, you, know you know had real- breakfast and you've gone to Bunnings yeah, with our mate. because we had to go get some picture hooks and we had to get uh, cleaning products because he'd just moved out, so mm. we needed some cleaning products. Um, and I thought, well, actually, that's probably a good idea because you can get a Bunnings sausage if you're mm. still hungry after breakfast. 
Don't look at me like that. I didn't say it. Don't look at me like that. This bloke has taken you to buy cleaning products. Yeah, and I know exactly where the cleaning products are. (laughs) (laughs) But also in Bunnings, I know exactly where they are, and I know all the good good cleaning products to buy. So I'm actually the perfect person to take to Bunnings because um, I know all the good things and all the good places to go. And I'm very efficient and I'm very decisive. Hold on, you're not seriously saying that Bunnings is a good place for a first date. I'm damn straight. I'm saying Bunnings is a you're not condoning this. You're condoning going. To Bunnings. Yes. Hang on. It's a brilliant place to go for a date because you can look at someone's process of how they go shopping and you can judge a lot about a person okay. when you so go you're run errands at Bunnings. A, it's a test. Taking Going on a date to Bunnings is an excellent place for a date. It's well, excellent. Because you see their shopping habits? You can see their shopping habits. You can see how decisive they are. You can see, like, how cheap they are. Like, if they need, if they go for the bottom shelf stuff, you know, like, they don't, oh. they don't, they always buy the cheap things. You can tell, you can tell that. You can, um, you can see how much fun they have when they go do errands mm-hmm. because life is pretty boring. So you got to make it fun. So you uh, see, you, you see I mean, a lot about people when you go to Bunnings. I mean, did you get, did you go back? For a second date after this first date, do we get? Are we allowed to pry? Been or back to was... Bunnings since. Oh, you have. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> also, <laughs> did not get a sausage You're the second one of the time only either. Females that he, I, I'm I sorry. Love it. Okay. Do you know what? Also, you can do when you go to Bunnings, you can see how they park, so you can ah. see their parking abilities. And if you get the ick by someone's poor parking abilities. You reckon that's enough that's to scrap enough the date? To, yep, Lowest totally. prices really are just the beginning. Gee, okay. exactly. You are really looking for a reason to punt someone if you're going to dump them because they're a poor parker. I'll tell you what, Lisa, I don't mind this. <laughs> you, you the ick. You have convinced us, or you've tried to convince us at least, that Bunnings is a great date location. Do you not believe me? One triple three five three. Let's open it up to the Triple M family. Bunnings is a stretch, but I would be interested to know if anybody else has a an unusual date location that they would put forward as being a great one mm. and convince us why. When I met Patrice, my first wife, mm. we went to the John Pope Memorial Blue Ribbon Cattle Sale <laughs> in Mara. That was the first date. Really? I wonder why it didn't work out. Um, anyway, it did work out well, for a while. For a long time, she went back yeah, to you like yeah, she, like Yeah, she loved it. Date. Well, we were very obviously country. country and Yeah, we looking at pens of cattle and talking well, about breeds. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about romantic. alternative date places and convince oh. us why they're good. Angela from Southport, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Have you got a great date place? Uh, well, I did have. I took, or we went on a date, first date to a, at a picnic in the park, but we ended up at the uh, at a doctor's surgery and medical centre. Oh. Um, I sat on a piece of uh, rusty metal on the park bench oh. and I and I pierced my bottom and um, <laughs> it was quite a substantial cut. And, of course, um, my um, then date thought it was um, a, 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 an issue and I should go and have it Get a checked tetanus. out. So we did. <laughs> and I did, but I fainted. <laughs> and um, he was lovely, though. He um, he did all the uh, Florence Nightingale. <laughs> oh, that's uh, so sweet. And he was I your was hero. He was my hero, and I've still got the scar today oh. on on my on my buttski to prove um, that I sat on the steel. But I don't like needles, and I don't like blood, so it wasn't a real happy ending. Angela, and of course, Angela, how'd the date go? Did he did he get a second date? He got a second date um, after. Well, actually, I had stitches as well. 
So once the stitches were out, we had a date on the beach. Yeah. And that was lovely. A lot safer. A uh, lot safer than a, a park A lot beach. safer with the sand and no drowning yeah. episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it kind of pitted out. I was a beach girl and um, he was more a country country guy, but um, no, too. we kind of... Um, I'll tell you what. And, yeah, yeah. Nothing we, says we, romance like a tetanus needle, what, does it? <laughs> I forgot. I took, a, I took a girl who had a, a who had a nut allergy to a Chinese restaurant. We ended up in hospital once, and she had to have an epipen and everything. You are a proper peanut. <laughs> she had no idea. She would she have been no allergic. She was allergic to, to peanuts. From the get go. Hey, Angela, that is an incredible uh, date story. Thank you for that. We're going to send you along to the Red Hot Summer Tour at uh, Sandstone Point Hotel. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. I, think, I thought, thought Angela just sat on a piece of metal again. Oh. <laughs> Very excited. <laughs> I'll make sure I don't. Just <laughs> <laughs> in case I find another date. <laughs> what, Angela? I've got a good place to find Frisky. one. Yeah. <laughs> Big story about to break. Back page of the paper tomorrow morning. I'm having conversations yeah, with the present moment at first, right here on the rush hour. This is Dobbo's Mail on Triple N. So the Broncos fly out to Los Angeles tomorrow morning, mid morning. Their flight leaves at 11 o'clock. They're flying United Airlines. There's a new flight that flies Brisbane, San Francisco direct, and they're flying that way. Then they've got a four-hour layover in San Fran, and then they land in Los Angeles where they're based near where the LA Rams training facility is around Malibu, very close to Malibu, and that's where they're going to be based for uh, seven days. Um, I said a little earlier uh, to you guys off air, there's some really good activities. Um, they're going to go and see the Lakers play. Uh, they're going to see LA Galaxy, the soccer. Uh, wow. As I think Miami. Jenner lives in uh, Malibu too. Very close. Um, the uh, Kardashians are like a couple of suburbs away from where the, they're staying. So the Broncos had some big decisions to make. Um, there's a touring group of 40. Now, not 40 players. They're going to take 22 players then coaching staff, support staff. Remembering two media managers, you also have physios, you have strength and conditioning coaches, you have assistant coaches. There is a, a, a real... Small army. Yeah. yeah. So do 40, they have a sports psychologist? They do have one. I don't know if he's on the trip. Um, oh. Mick, he, yeah, he can stay in Geelong, but he's a good man, but oh. he can stay there. This is, uh, that's the fully qualified right. psychologist trying yeah. to get on the plane. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So now the question mark is that who actually goes on this trip? Remember, Brisbane have a 30-man squad plus dev players, so there is obviously some players that are going to miss out. I can tell you the 22 players that will be on the trip. So, Well, if- can you tell us the big omissions? Can you tell us who are the, who are the ones that, rather than rattle through the 22 – who are the big names that are staying put? Well, to me, the biggest name is Corey Pakes, who misses out. He's um, missed out. Yeah, he's missed out. Um, and it's because they've got Tyson Smoothie. They've also got Billy Walters and, and Tristan Saylor is going as backup. Marty Tapao makes it. Jaden Hunt from St. George, he, who's come this year, he makes it. Um, Fletcher Baker makes it as well. Um, so there is... Some real depth and, there. So Tristan Saylor, who this is, asked for a release. Yeah, he asked for a release to go, but his form has been almost – there was some talk that he was going to be in the 14 right. of Jersey for round one. I don't think he will, but he is going to play a lot of first grade and this Corey year. Corey Pakes missed out. Corey Pakes missed out. A lot of the young blokes, Jordan Pereira, um, Deloise Hoyter, those kind of blokes, they could feel unlucky mm. because – 
I mean, they've worked very, very hard, but not everybody can go on the not, trip. There's not that many seats. No. So yep. if you look at round one side, can I just give you a yeah, quick starting yeah, sure. side? I, I think Reese Walsh is fullback. Jesse Arthurs is one wing. We know that Katoni Staggs and Selwyn will be on the other wings. I think Oatsy does enough to get back the other wing. Ezra and Adam Reynolds. Corey Jensen will be the starting front row with Billy Waters, Payne Hass. Brendan Piakura, if he's fit, he passed that fitness test today on his knee. So he'll be there along with Jordan Rickey and Patrick Carrigan. That would leave the bench Tyson Smoothie, Fletcher Baker, Kobe Hetherington, and potentially Xavier Willison or Marty DePau. That's okay. And that, that will be your starting side for round one. Uh, in a little under uh, two weeks' time uh, when they take on the mighty Sydney Roosters. That's a good team. Pending any accidents in L.A. There won't oh, be, there won't no, be. No, no, They're not allowed. There, there, there will not be a drama in L.A. Just, Just clip space. that up. Just give that ready. Now, Lisa Jones. Yes. Vegas is on the way. Our man flies out tomorrow. Yeah. I fly out next week. And you're salty. <laughs> but still, you're not as out. salty as the Manly Seagull players. Who, uh, by their head of security, we know that the Brisbane Broncos have been given a stern talking to about the honey traps that exist over in Vegas. Well, Manly's head of security has ordered all of the players off of Tinder. Oh, I think that's a good suggestion. He said, get off because the, the honey traps will have done their research into you and they yeah. will be. Well, the, the difference is for Manly is that South Sydney are staying at San Diego till next Thursday. Mm-hmm. The Roosters are in L.A. Um, at um, one of the universities, like, you know, the big universities in Los Angeles. And UCLA so the Broncos, or something. UCLA, that's where mm-hmm. they are, UCLA. Manly oh, no. have gone straight to Vegas. <gasps> so Manly, if any team is going to crumble under the, under the bright lights of Vegas, <laughs> they are there now. Manly have arrived now. I kind at- of feel like the one team we can't trust is maybe Manly. Well. We probably shouldn't put them there. <laughs> If we want to be real. Well, I think some it's of them are It's called the Insula good. Peninsula for a reason, okay? <laughs> Let's yeah. just say that much. Yeah. Well, if anybody is going to wave up, Manly uh, right in the headlights. Yeah, they're uh, a little bit risky. I wonder – now, but here's what Woodsy I will say. Because Michael – uh, Oh, mate, Woodsy, he's, he's married. He's, he's no, happily he's married. Fine, Man, but he's fine. Yes, but hopefully he can keep them on track. The thing I would say for Michael Malligan, who's the uh, the head of Manly Security, he's been working with them for a decade – I don't know how old Mick is. Oh, he's old. He's tough. Right. So, but yeah, he's old and tough. But he does know there are other dating apps, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he does know that Tinder's not the only one. And I don't know how he'd actually police how he would police. What has he, yeah. got, has he got the pa- passcode of all of them and he, he'll actually see? Like, Or maybe he's just posing as a woman and yeah, he's trying to pick them all up. He'd be scrolling. He's catfishing oh, male players. That would be oh, the mate. ultimate cash, that catfish, would wouldn't be it? The Your security ever. guard turns up. <laughs> you turn like... up at the assigned hotel room, you knock on the door and your security guard's there. <laughs> You wouldn't get on the in plane. In his leopard you'd, print you'd, underwear. You'd just stay in Vegas. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, no. could go wrong, oh. we'll go wrong. we got to go. Uh, tomorrow we begin our journey. We hit the road to Super Rooster. Still time to sign that petition and win yourself a year's worth of chicken burgers. Triple You head to the win page. Sign the Triple M Chicken Run petition. Liesl Jones. Cheerio. Dubbo. Farewell, my neighbours. Tomorrow we go the rooster. Triple M. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo.